When I was a little kid, reading a book, I was not always very patient. And so sometimes when I started the book, I would first read the last chapter of the book to find out how it was going to turn out. I I didn't want to wait. I didn't have the patience. I wanted to know the end of the story before I began the story. Now, I've grown up, I've matured, I've discovered that there's real enjoyment in waiting for things to unfold. But one of the things I think that's important for us to realize as Catholics is that, in a way, our life of faith is like me as a little kid. We know the end of the story. We know how things are going to turn out. We know that Jesus ultimately won the victory over sin and death, and that we will be saved. Not only that, we have the opportunity each Sunday to get a taste of what the final chapter will be like every time we come to Mass. Because Mass is that celebration, quite frankly, where heaven and earth come together. We get a little taste of heaven right here on earth. It's a wonderful thing when we know the end of the story. Now, if life were perfect, and we had a utopia, and we Wow, what did I do? That's amazing. I don't know how I did this. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. Um, anyway, that was fun. Um, the, um, the interesting thing is that we wouldn't, I could stop. I could sit down and, and I wouldn't need to say anything more if we lived in utopia if we lived in a place where everything was the way it should be. But of course, we know that's not the world in which we live. We live in a world that, quite frankly, has a lot of problems. There's a lot of hardships in our life. On a personal level, we know that many of us have experienced the death of someone that was very close to us, someone we loved, maybe someone that we prayed and prayed and prayed for healing, only to see that the person died. That's a very sad reality. Maybe some of us have been in relationships that became broken, either with a spouse or maybe a parent or a child, and that's a real hardship in life. It's really difficult. Maybe we've experienced other kinds of very difficult losses. Uh, I uh, had the experience of, of talking with someone whose daughter uh, had uh, a miscarriage. They were so excited about being parents. They were so thrilled with this. And the disappointment and the sadness and the devastation was real and difficult. Then we look around at our, our world. We look around at things that are maybe outside of our our sphere. We look at the violence in our world, the unpredictable nature of our world, the fact that we do not distribute the goods of this earth evenly or equally. There are people in our world who will die simply because they don't have enough to eat. 
We know that there are people whose lives can be devastated. We've even seen it in this area by natural disaster. People who had great difficulty because of the flooding that we experienced uh, over these past couple of weeks with all the rain we received. How is it then that we remain people of faith? Certainly in the first reading, we hear of the hardship that uh, called forth from Abraham this response of faith. He and Sarah had really a very sad reality. I know many couples have this reality. They, didn't, they couldn't have children. And especially in their culture, but I think even today, for couples that want to have children and can't, that is a type of suffering and hardship that's quite difficult. They had to travel far from their home. And yet, what do we hear about Abraham in his first reading? We hear about his faith. We hear about the faith of Sarah, his wife. How is it that we open ourselves to receive that same faith? Well, the first thing I think we need to do is to recognize that the gospel gives us a particularly good way of seeing how things work. If we really want to know where the most important things are, where our treasure is, we need to look at our heart. Jesus tells us that where our heart is, that's where our treasure is. What we value will say a lot about where our heart is. What we consider to be important will, in a lot of ways, determine the choices we make in our life, the ways in which we choose to respond not only to the difficulties that we face in life, but to the joys. What is it that we need to do to be open to this faith? What is it that we need to do to recognize that God loves us more than we can imagine. Well, I mentioned one. It's the Mass that we celebrate. Jesus will show us and allow us to participate in the heavenly liturgy where he becomes yet again, not in, a, in an over and over and over way, but we begin to recognize that he is present, especially under the appearance of bread and wine. In the Eucharist, we understand that our participation in the heavenly Eucharist is because of the free gift of Jesus to be present to us, because he's won the victory over sin and death. I just finished reading an interesting uh, book. It was a few years ago. It was an interview with Pope Francis. And the title of the book was what caught me. It's why I picked it up. The name of God is mercy. Well, the second thing it seems to me that we need to do is to make sure that we avail ourselves of the mercy of God. That we go to confession, we celebrate the sacrament of reconciliation, we look and examine our lives to see where it is that we are broken and in need of God's healing, the healing that only God can give for the forgiveness of sin. And the harder part, I think, we need to make the words of the, our Father that we often say without maybe even realizing what we're saying, that the real challenge of forgiveness is not only in asking God to forgive our sins, 
but to enable us to forgive the sins of one another. Scott Hahn writes in a book that one of his deepest fears will be occupying a place in heaven next to the person that he found the most difficult to get along with, so that he would be next to this person for all eternity. Well, of course, he's saying that a little tongue-in-cheek, so I'm glad some of you laughed, because heaven is just this unbelievable thing we can't even imagine. But here's the last part. If we are really going to, to enter into this deep life of faith, we also need to recognize the great commission of Jesus. And this is the part the Catholics aren't so good at, but we got to get good at it. It's the biggest, I think, positive outcome that I'm hoping for from this all things new. Not about what we're going to do or how we're going to use our resources. Those are important things. What churches we're going to be able to, to care for, what not, etc. Population has changed. Demographics are different. We all understand that. But that's not my greatest hope for this. I don't think it's the greatest hope of Father Chris Martin, who's the vicar for strategic planning. I don't think it's the greatest hope for Archbishop Brzezanski either. The greatest hope is that we will recognize how important it is for each one of us to share our faith explicitly and openly with others. Now, we Catholics are not very good at that. For a long time, we didn't have to worry about it because we were full. Churches were full. People were, we lived in a very Catholic culture. People embraced their faith. For a variety of reasons, that's no longer the case. And we do need to evangelize. I belong to a, a forum that talks about evangelization and the various things related to evangelization. And one priest put up a quote that has stayed with me. It's caused me to do a lot of self-reflection. If I claim to have an experience of God, but I don't desire to share it, is it really an experience from God? We need to recognize that our gift of faith is a tremendous and great gift indeed. We read in the gospel that to those who have been given much, much will be expected. We have been given the entirety of faith. We have been given the Eucharist. We have been given the reality that Jesus has won the victory that enables him to forgive sins. We have been marked with the sign of the Lamb in our baptism so that we are a new creation, something different. Let us ask today that God would increase our faith. So just as we struggle with the various entities of life, we may also have the grace of God to share this faith with others.